Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. What is going on, soccer fans? We are live at Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill. This is Taco Tuesday as we are minutes away from the coach's show. I just wanted to get on Facebook Live and just introduce myself. Uh, I am Richard Holdridge. I am the play-by-play announcer for the Columbus Rapids. And joining the team for the first time this year is my broadcast partner, Corey Bank, as he is going to be joining me on the Rapids broadcast for year two in the NISL, we had a very successful year one. And, uh, Corey, I'm looking forward to having you on the broadcast for year two. Looking forward to it, Richard. So it's going to be a great year of Columbus Rapids soccer. We got a great year two in front of us, Richard. One thing I love about the National Indoor Soccer League, it's a very unique league because it fields a women's team and a men's team in indoor soccer. So when you actually go to a Columbus Rapids game, you're going to see the women play and you're going to see the men play. And they both had successful seasons. You know, we had four teams in the NISL last year. Now, however, they did lose in the semifinals to the playoffs. They did finish third, respectively. Uh, the women finished 7-11. and 11. The men finished 5-12-1. Uh, and one. But I saw a lot of growth. You know, there was a lot of players that were signed in the midseason. And so they were just coming together. They were learning the game of indoor soccer. And a lot of them play outdoor soccer. And they started getting their niche. But I tell you, Corey, when they came together, they could beat anybody in the league. And, and that's my opinion because... I feel that they do have the best goal score, uh, the best uh, goaltender in the NISL, Bria Riancho, and they also have the from last season they had the reigning MVP from the NISL, Olivia Gerald, who's just known here in Columbus just because of her time at Columbus State. Absolutely, Richard. So the Columbus Rapids on the men's team have a guy who is their leading goal scorer, and that is Brandon Cervantes. The six foot one, one seventy pounder that went to Point University. Yes, he was a leading goal scorer last year. He had eight goals, and he's an excellent facilitator. And he also has six assists on the year, making him a dynamic player for your Rapids team. They also had uh, Manny Chavez and Ethan Allure. They both had six goals. Uh, Manny Chavez back on the team this year. He scored the first goal in men's history from last season. You know, the the men's team, let's talk a little bit about the men's team because they did get off to that slow start. They lost 6-0 to Memphis on opening night. They lose to the Fayetteville Fury 10-0 and then 11-0. They really had a rough time their first three games. But then they started coming together. And they did not lose to the Rome Gladiators last season. They were able to beat beat Memphis a couple of times. They They were yet to figure out the Fayetteville Fury. They are the defending champs of the NISL. But... The Columbus Rapids men's team did win five games, and they lost a thriller in the semifinals against the Memphis Americans, seven to six. It was they, they had a huge lead on Memphis, but you know Memphis had one of the best players in the NISL last year, Jordy Georgievich, and he's back on the Memphis Americans this year. So 
I look at the state of the league. We got two new expansion teams. We got the Tampa Bay Strikers, and we have the Central Florida Crusaders. And it's going to be a fun, exciting season in year two, and looking forward to it. Absolutely. So we're going to have to talk about a key player that you're going to be watching out for for this Rapids team on the men's side. You got forward slash midfielder, you got Manny Chavez. Chavez is your Swiss Army Knife player. He has the ability to play multiple positions, but he's a very strong striker, and he can be a pivotal defender. So watch him out for him to be a crucial player for this team. And something that you have to know when you're a midfielder is he's got plenty of endurance, and he's going to be an absolute playmaker for this Columbus Rapids team going into the season, Richard. Well, let's talk about both teams last season because they struggled on the road. The women did pick up the road victory against Fayetteville, their only road victory. They seem to do well at home, but when you're going on the road, you're only allowed to field 12 players as according to the NISL rules. There were some times where the teams fielded less than that, and uh, depth really plays a factor, especially when you have tired legs out there. And there were some games where they were not competitive on the road, but they were able to compete at home you know, with the crowd at the Columbus Civic Center, we had some great crowds. One of the most memorable moments we had, Corey, on military night, the men's team beat the Rome Gladiators in overtime. And Gabadabo, who's actually signed to the team uh, mid-season, scores a goal in overtime to win the game. And the fans are excited. His teammates are cheering with him. And he takes off his jersey in celebration. And, and that's what indoor soccer is all about, just the camaraderie from these teams, and just they're been a family. And in year one, I was very happy to be part of the Rapids family, and we would spend our time here at Ivy Park after the games just watching the replay of the games and just hanging out and getting to know each other. It, it was just a great experience in year one. That's amazing with the expansion. Now, other guys you're going to have to be looking all for for this Columbus Rapids team is Braden Wood forward. He's your 5'11", a player, 165 pounds, and he went to University of Montevello. An absolute stud in that regard, who is also anchoring at that point in time with the aspects of your other parts of your team. So you have him, you have Ethan Allure. He is your 6'3", 185-pound defender. Also point, University grad, has six goals on the year. Another guy you could be looking out for with complimentary of his two assists, truly dynamic as well. All right, let's talk about the women's team because there are some players, key players coming back on this team, including Megan Byers, who scored the first goal in Rapids history. Brittany Conway, the durable defender who never missed a game last season. Brittany Conway is back. Sydney Vadney is back. You have Bria Riancho. We already talked about her. One of the best goalkeepers. Her backup goalkeeper who did win a game against Fayetteville. Haley Ryan is back. We had a very successful year one. One thing that's unique about indoor soccer in the National Indoor Soccer League is that they field a women's team and a men's team. And so that's very important because you have two professional teams in Columbus and when you go to a game you get to see the women play soccer and you get to see the men play soccer and so let's talk about the the teams last year in the inaugural season in the NISL the 2022 season wrapped up in April and we had the women's team finish 7-11 the men's team finished 5-12 and 1 
and they were able to get to the semifinals. However, the women did lose to the Rome Gladiators in the semifinals, and the men lost to the Memphis Americans in the semifinals, 7-6. to It was such an exciting game. The one thing about the Columbus Rapids women and men's team is that the players that were there day one, not all of them were there at the end of the season. And head coach Miguel Galindo for the women's team and head coach Eddie Miranda for the men's team could just continued signing players throughout the season. And a lot of them were very used to just playing outdoor soccer. So it really took some time to get adjusted to the indoor game. But once they found their niche, I personally feel, Corey, that if the women's team had all their players, like Olivia Gerald, Casey Hall, Brianna Conley, Bria Riancho, haven't and not, I, I forgot to mention Emily Burke and Maddie Peterson, Maddie DeFranco. They could have beat anybody in the NISL, including the defending champions of the NISL, the Memphis Americans. I mean, that is definitely true in that regard. So we saw at that point, a lot of part of the year, they were playing stout defense. So they were having all the defenders coming up on attack. We saw them really have great conditioning going on and they were able to be dynamic throughout the games. They were passing the ball very well, and we saw it, and it was definitely a credibility at that point in time, in the year, at that point last year. So, like you said, Olivia Jarrell was their leading scorer last year. She had 13 goals and six assists, dynamic as they come, and a rising star, and a captain on that team. You got, they have Brianna Conley, also a forward, balanced as you can come, excellent leader so that definitely number one facilitator on that team she had nine assists last year and six goals and a leading target in that point in time so they also had Casey Hall you have the Swiss Army knife she could play forward and at times was also playing midfield and she was an absolute ball hawk when it came down to defending everything when the other teams were on attack so she had nine goals in the year and four assists. So those three you had to look out for, but you had to see and admit that the goalkeeping play of Brianna, Brianna Riancho was really coming together throughout the year. And even though she had a 4-4 four four record, there was times where she had to step up. She had a save percentage of 80%. That is very wow. good. She had some incredible stops last year. I was just excited just to to have some of those calls on the broadcast. Uh, Brianna Conley, I mean, right now she's a freshman at Georgia Southern playing her collegiate soccer, leading assist leader, the speed up the field that was involved in a lot of assists, but unfortunately she's not going to be on the team this year. We do have some new faces on the team, and we have some familiar faces. Some of the familiar faces you're going to see on the Columbus Rapids include the captain, Brittany Conway, the durable captain, the leader on the pitch, who did not miss a single game last year. And then we also have Megan Byers coming back, born and raised in Columbus, played her collegiate soccer at South Carolina, scored the first goal in Rapids women's history against the Memphis Americans. I remember that. I was actually watching it on uh, the TV broadcast that first game, December 26th, right after Christmas. They were taking on the Memphis Americans up in Memphis, Tennessee, and she hit a top shelf on the yellow line and it tied the game out one-to-one. A lot of exciting moments in last season, including Casey Hall's goal 
on penalty kicks to beat the Memphis Americans. And of course, you can't think about the Columbus Rapids women's team without thinking about the NISL MVP, Olivia Gerald, who scored 13 goals last season. And everybody in the Fountain City knows her because she is a Columbus State Cougar for life. Scored 71 goals in the Peach Belt for the Columbus State Cougars. And I'm really looking forward to this season. But we do have some new faces. We have the leading goal scorer in the NISL from the Rome Gladiators, Carly Banks. You know, Corey, we do have some Rome Gladiators now on the Columbus Rapids to include Carly Banks, Kaylee O'Connor, and Erica Schultz. I watched Columbus play Rome last year. They they did very well against us. I saw a goal that Kaylee O'Connor scored on us. So great having Kaylee on here. And, of course, Carly Banks, the leading goal scorer in the NISL. That is so much firepower for the women's team and looking forward to having her on the show as well. Sydney Vandy, a very reliable defender. And then you also have the return of Kalia Utsi. I hope I got that name right, Kalia. And then Ariel Jones uh, coming back to the Columbus Rapids this season. It's true. So with those kind of pickups, they're going to be dynamic even more so and bringing together more firepower on the attack. That's what I really think by bringing in those kind of players. And it's going to be the difference when when you have a squad that is going to have to uh, get more, I guess, potent towards being able to have fresh legs later on in the games, you have a really good bench in that regard. All right, Corey, let's talk about the men's team. They finished 5-12-1 last season, and they did lose in a thriller to the Memphis Americans in the semifinals. Uh, last season, all the playoff games were at a neutral site up in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So it was an even playing field, but they played the night before. They had that incredible overtime thriller against the Rome Gladiators. They got the number three seed. I mean, they were inches away from beating Memphis and playing Fayetteville in the championship game. But they just continued to grow as a team later in the season. I was very impressed with the play of Thomas Eskew. He is coming back for year two. I call them the point trio. You got your three amateur players. They've been the top players on the Columbus Rapids. Ethan Allur, Brandon Cervantes, and Thomas Eskew. All teammates at Point University up the road. And that's very important. When you have teammates playing in the outdoor game at the collegiate level, and then you make that transition over to the indoor game, a lot of these collegiate teams are wrapping their seasons up in a couple of weeks. And so they're transitioning into the indoor game, and that is very important. Manny Chavez comes back. He scored the first goal in Rapids history for the men's team. He lit. He had uh, six goals last year. And then the reliable goaltender, we like to call him Freddy Zamudio on the broadcast, as I like to do. He is coming back for year two. But I'm excited about these uh, players that are coming to us. Uh, Clayton Adams, who did start with the Columbus Rapids, then he played the outdoor game and took some time off. He's coming back to play for the Columbus Rapids. So we welcome back Clayton Adams. And then uh, the, the talented player from South Africa, Kyle Cohert. Um, I'm excited to see him. It looks like he is a striker, a dynamic player. And then we have several members from the Rome Gladiators coming to us. Let's talk about Kevin Herrera. So Kevin Herrera coming to us from the Rome Gladiators. And I'm excited about this player, Juan Roteas. 
He scored a goal on us last season that was incredible. And I'm excited about that. And then we do have a new head coach for the Columbus Rapids. New head coach, Rafiq Hasim. And he's going to coach the men and the women's team. And he's also going to play for the men's team as well. So looking forward to that. That is for sure. So you also have different teams that came into the league this upcoming season. Tell us a little bit about that, Richard. Oh, yes. So we have two new expansion teams in the NISL. I hope you guys like to do road games because we're going to Tampa one of these days. The Tampa Bay Strikers and the Central Florida Crusaders are coming to the NISL. Oh, yeah, those road trips are going to be fun. All right, well, I, I am so excited because I am joined. I've got the pleasure to be joined by the new general manager, the game day operations, pretty much does it all for the Columbus Rapids. Uh, Warren, I, I don't want to mispronounce your last name, but I know you were hired on right after the season ended. I, I got an opportunity to see you at a lot of Lions games. You were really working the Rapids hard in the offseason and just promoting the brand. Yeah, I loved it. So I'll first start off with the pronunciation of my last name. Okay. So this is a good way to introduce myself to everybody. Um, so the best way to go about this is my last name's Fanevestazen. So for the international folks out there that don't understand Dutch and South African, the best way to announce this or pronounce this is fun, as you're having a lot of fun, which we will this okay. season for the Rapids. Der, and then vest, as the vest you wear, and then instead of saying raisin, you say hazen. So it's fun to vest hazen. So yeah, I was out there with the uh, Lions program, and that's really where I fell in love with Rapids, just meeting the staff that support the Lions and the Rapids. Uh, both organizations Absolutely. are heavily funded by the same owners and also supported by the same staff. So I um, was out at the Lions games, um, so I'm really excited that it will transition over to the Rapids and hopefully we'll have a winning season just like the Lions do. Well, you had a very busy off-season, had the clinics and tournaments, and the players were just continuing to condition nonstop on the outdoor game and in the indoor game. Uh, I talked to some of the players in the offseason. They were really excited. You also had several tryouts, so we had an opportunity to see some new players to come on the Rapids. And we, we do have the returning players. Uh, let's start with the men's team first. Uh, we do have the leading goal scorer from last season, Brandon Cervantes. He's coming back. We also have Ethan Allure and Manny Chavez. So the, the leading goal scorers from last season are coming back. Uh, let's talk about Thomas Eskew because he got signed on midseason. He had a huge impact. I remember a game where the Rapids were down by one with 20 seconds left to go, and Thomas Eskew scored a goal. It was just incredible. He is a clutch player. And then you can't not talk about just the reliable goaltender, Freddie Zamudio. I'm excited about these players returning to the Columbus Rapids on the men's team for year two. Yeah, those are a force to reckon with. So something that's important when I came into the Rapids was to maintain stability. So uh, we had a great core of athletes, players that play in the college scene, local players that we've got to keep onto our team. Combine those local players is important to bring in a lot of experience. So this is where we've added a lot of international players, a lot of players out there that can bring experience internationally that they've played for their country. Um, we've got two players from Trinidad and Tobago, played for their national team. One will be a defender that will 
absolutely destroy any player that comes near our goal. And then we have two strikers. One is the leading goal scorer probably for this year, Kyle Kurt coming in from South Africa. Um, and then we've got another one coming in from Atlanta as well. Um, talking about our goalkeeper, um, he's probably going to play defender this year. So it sounds crazy, but I watched him out at when our Columbus Rapids FC team played outdoor in the finals, and I watched him play as a defender, and he was unbelievable. So I do have another goalkeeper coming in, so we'll have two great goalkeepers, but I'll have another keeper coming in from England that will be playing for a starting position as well. So we've added a few international players um, to help with a solid core of players that we have. Um, already this season so just like you said Point University is a great resource on the men's side um, and then obviously Columbus State oh, yeah. University where we're going to be commentating this weekend and they're going to have a great opportunity to win the national t- title. Oh I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I joked around with you I said that the Columbus State women's team was the unofficial farm system for the Columbus Rapids. Absolutely, and that's what it needs to be. Like we're we're local, so Columbus State. I worked with Jay um, at Columbus State, uh, coached with him, and worked with one of the best professionals I've ever worked with. But for that to be a farming system for the Columbus Rapids, uh, we'll pretty much win national titles from now on till the end of time. So you've got a coach in Jay that's not only a great human being but just knows how to coach the right way so his way is just going to transfer straight into what the Rapids is doing without without a problem. Let's talk about the women's team yeah uh, because you know they they actually finished uh, last season uh, 7-11 um, there was times when they had their all their players when they were at full strength they could yeah. beat anybody you know we know the Memphis Americans are, are tough they are the defending champions of the NISL I'm very interested to see what the Tampa Bay Strikers and what the Central Florida Crusaders look like. But we know about Memphis. We know about the Fayetteville Fury. We know that the Rome Gladiators are going to take a year off, but we are getting some of their players on the women's team, including leading goal scorer in the NISL, Carly Banks. I saw her in action every time Columbus played Rome. She is a tremendous player. But also Kaylee O'Connor had a goal on us that was like a, a wow moment. And so it's exciting to get those players and Erica Schultz, but you also have returning players, Megan Byers, the captain, Brittany Conway, and you also have Sydney Vandy, Kayla, Kalia Utsi, Ariel Jones, and the goaltender, Bria Riancho. Yeah, I worked with um, Bria at Columbus State, and um, I'm still scared of Bria to this day. So <laughs> when I coached her at Columbus State, I met her. And just a, she's an absolute phenomenon of an athlete. And I'm like, so I'm a professional. I play profession as a goalkeeper. And for me, everything starts from the back. So when you got Bria and goal just dominating the back line and controlling everything back there, I'm like, your team is on the road to success. So she's an absolute force to reckon with. Um, you talk about our previous players. In addition to that, those players coming from Rome, we've literally just got the top two scorers in the league on the same team um, spoken to Corey out at Memphis and we joke and he feels like he can handle us but there's not a chance he can handle us this season and as you can hear from yeah. the crowd nobody likes Memphis and neither do we so Corey if you're out there um, it's going to be a tough year for you you might have to take the year off it would be a smart decision to not play us but when you do play us it's going to be a difficult game talking about Tampa and Orlando um, 
I, I feel that's going to be a great matchup for us internationally. They'll, they'll have the firepower from FSU, um, Tampa Bay, they got Barry University. Um, so they'll have a great resource as well, just like we have from Columbus State. So I think those two will be a great game for us, and I can't wait for that road trip. And I'm actually looking forward to calling a game against the Tampa Bay Strikers because they have a very unique head coach. It's former NFL kicker from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Martin Gramatica. Automatica Gramatica, as we called him when he was uh, kicking field goals for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the late 90s. Uh, but his soccer background, he, he's coached soccer. I mean, so is, even though he played football, he is, he is a soccer guy. Yeah, yeah. He's lived in, in the game, played in the game his whole life. So I believe when you live down in Florida and wherever he's from, it's just, it's just his life that he's lived. And um, so he's passionate. Um, spoken to him a few times, and he's, he doesn't fear anything, which is pretty much the way I live my life. So yeah. um, we're excited to go head-to-head with old Grammatica and um, toe-to-toe, and we have no problem um, coming up against some of the best players because we'll have probably the best team in the nation. So we're good to go. Warren, I want to talk about your rapid fan base because you have the greatest fans in the league. They make the road trips. Now we're adding two more destinations to our road trip this year, Tampa and Orlando. So what do you say? We're going to make a road trip down to Tampa and Orlando this year? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. There it is. Yes. I'm so excited about that. Um, Of course, Fayetteville, that long drive up to Fayetteville, North Carolina, that's where the playoffs were, uh, the site for the playoffs this year. Hopefully the playoff format rotates and and we get a chance to host the playoffs in Columbus. Uh, Memphis is a tough road trip as well. But I'm just excited about the NISL year two. On the men's team, the Fayetteville Fury are the defending champs. Now, seeing the Fayetteville Fury, the men's team did not defeat them last year. Fayetteville was just so strong. They did not have one player that stood out. They just had a lot of depth. Uh, A guy that comes to mind is Nate Brady, who's just an electric goal scorer. He had a goal that was just phenomenal. He, like, scored it on a bounce. As we can see see the, the broadcast up on that big screen here at Ivy, as if anybody has not seen what an indoor game looks like, just just watch the the, the broadcast on Beam from from last season, and there you go. It's fun. It's it's exciting. the The goals are very quick and high scoring. You got six five games, seven six games, and it, it's kind of hockey rules because you have what's called a blue card, where if a player gets a blue card. The other team goes on the power play, so you got power play goals. You have what's called the three-line rule, and you have players who play outdoor all their life, but they condition their body to play in the indoor. And really, in year one, it's kind of just testing it out. But in year two, it's like, let's go. We're ready for this game, and uh, we're ready to take this league on by storm. Yeah, and it's important to combine the outdoor game with the indoor game. Obviously, right. in this country, um, the the indoor game isn't as advanced. It's not as available um, to everybody. But an important part for this season is we got a lot of experience with the indoor game. I feel like last year we had Steve and our captain was one of the only few players that played the indoor game. Um, Robert, or we had a few others that played professionally. We're now our coach coming in 
He's played yes. professionally in the indoor. He's coached professionally in the indoor. Yes. Uh, both in South Africa and Australia. Um, and then we got players, the two from Trinidad and Tobago, have played indoor soccer. We got um, an international striker that's again played indoor. So it's great playing the game, but there is an absolute difference between indoor and outdoor. Um, so I think combining last year's players now that have played the game with the new players coming in who know how to play this and our experience. We've got some, you know, 27, 28, 29, 30-year-olds that are playing that are experienced, know the game, can slow the game down, combined with the youth of our players. And also the military guys that we have coming in from the Army, they are just, they don't stop running. So again, we've added three players from the Army um, that are just absolute specimens, which they should be. They serve our country, and they don't stop running, they don't stop working. And I'm like, when I've got someone up against an army kid, um, I just feel sorry for that individual because it's a scary sight to see this army guy just nonstop. Well, let's talk about some possible promotional deals. Last season, we had some cool promotional deals, like kids getting free on Martin Luther King Day. We had military night, which was incredible because Bree Canty, who went to West Point, played soccer at West Point, got into the game, and what is a, a, a cool moment that she shook the hand of the commanding general at Fort Benny. So to have her in the game on military night was just great, and I love just the uniforms where they had the military pattern. And then we also had first responders night. Yep. I know that we don't have a schedule yet, but I, Warren, I cannot wait for that schedule to come out. Uh, one, because I do have a full-time job. I just yep. need to make sure I'm available for the broadcast. But two, I'm really excited to see how they're going to spread this out because I feel last season there were some road trips that they were just trying to cram in. There was a, a week where the team went to Fayetteville and then went to Memphis yep. and then back to Fayetteville. Hopefully they figure that out and they, we could just spread out the season. But I also feel like what's important is – to be competitive on the road is to have durability for your players because the NISL has a rule where you can only field 12 players. And there were times on the road trips where your teams might have only had eight or nine players. And yeah. that's going to be key as far as conditioning and, and staying with the other team that has a huge advantage at home with 14 players. Yeah, for sure. We're deep in our rosters. We'll have close to 30 players on both rosters. Um, combined with that... Um, we have hired a lovely lady called Amelia, which hopefully we'll get to chat with her in a oh, second. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to chat with her uh, shortly here. Yeah, so we're working overtime behind the scenes, finding sponsors, supporters, um, partners. And one of our big partners is HydroLife, which is going to help our players with recovery. Okay. So sports recovery, game recovery, which is a huge part of the professional realm. When we're practicing four days a week, when you're off to play two games coming back home they can now go get IVs um, they can take care of their bodies they can do some cryotherapy which is the next level stuff that we need for professional athletes so combining that with our players having a meal every single day of the week provided to them is another thing where our players are going to be well taken care of so there's never going to be a meal they can miss they'll be well nutrition um, their body's going to be taken care of there's going to be multiple players and not just multiple players, just talking about Columbus State again, they're playing in the national arena, right? They're, they're about to play the national tournament. Oh, yeah. And they have their starting 11, and they literally can change, take their whole entire team out, put a whole new 11, 
and the game hasn't changed. So that's what we can do now. We don't just have four or five elite players. Our, our bench goes deep. We go down to 15, 16, 17. Now at any rotation we play, it just looks like nothing's changed. It's not just nothing's changed, the game's just advanced. It's like now we're faster, quicker, and so it's very difficult for, for teams to compete against us. So if we do play double headers on a Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday, yes. we have fresh legs, we have players who can recover, instead of, like you're saying, like going with six or seven players, and you've got to rely on these same players. It, it'll just eat your players up, and, and we can't sustain that going to a final. And we're winning a final, so when we get to the final game, yep. we'll have our players ready to play. Well, Warren, I'm really excited about this season and year two in the NISL. Uh, definitely looking forward to those double headers, triple headers. We had a triple header last year, President's Day weekend. Uh, that was just some crazy soccer, <laughs> calling play-by-play three days in a row. That was that was just crazy. But, you know, the NISL, the city of Columbus, they really do a great job supporting their professional teams. And you also have the Columbus Lions, their season starting in April. I'm just excited to be a part of it and – I'm really just glad that I'm able to be here in year two on the broadcast. And we're bringing, you know, my broadcast partner here, Corey Bank, is with me. And uh, we'll we'll make sure we get him squared away on, on all the rapid stuff. And, and uh, so that way he could be ready to tackle uh, rapid soccer as well. And I'm just excited that we're really working together as a team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, something I do want to thank is obviously our partners. This doesn't take place without the sponsors and supporters that we have. So talk about this evening we're at you at Ivy Park um, it's all about relationships so you talk about any industry it doesn't matter where you are you can't survive by yourself like we have great owners Bogues is one of our owners here this evening we have Mike over here so our owners are out there supporting us everywhere we go so they're providing the funds supporting us being there literally um, wherever we go but again it's supporters like Ivy Park um, tonight's show is sponsored by Gatorade. Um, so again, it's little things like this that help us not only get on the field, but help us be professional. So for all our, all our sponsors out there, we'll have a new sponsor every night that we do the show. Okay. So we want to thank them um, in any way we can. Um, so again, Ivy Park is a great program, a great partner for us. Uh, they have incredible events out here. So. Um, they have bingo night, so I'm just going to give a shout out to our partner. So on Mondays and Thursdays, they have bingo night at 7 p.m. I'm a huge bingos guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's basically what, that's what I do in my spare time. Okay. When I have spare time. Maybe not. Yeah, when, when you have spare time, that's yes. the key answer. Right. And then on Tuesday, obviously, it's going to be the Rapids Taco Tuesday. Um, so we're excited to start that up here at Ivy Park. And then Wednesday's trivia night at 7 Okay. Which I, which apparently they fill out the house, and then Friday, Saturday, yeah, they have live music. So, again, we're supporting them; they're supporting us. And like you said, Columbus is tight knit. Like everybody, everybody loves everybody in Columbus, and everybody supports everybody in Columbus. So, um, appreciate what you guys are doing. Without oh, yeah. without you two guys coming in here, this doesn't happen. Like the word doesn't get out. Um, and it's not that you're just anybody. Like like you said, this is your 400th show or 500th show? This is my 500th episode of the Sports Beat with Richard Holders, my podcast, and my broadcast partner and co-host, Corey Bank. Uh, you probably recognize our voices. We're the Friday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week on the CW Jabama and Beam. 
So yeah, we're transitioning over to indoor soccer. But Warren, uh, there is one big event here at Ivy that we forgot to mention. Oh. The World Cup Watch oh, Party. Man. I'm telling you, November 21st, United States taking on Wales. That That is a must-win game if, if the, the U.S. wants to advance out of that group. Yeah, we have. Talk about the watch parties. This is this is what all soccer players, coaches, this is all we live for. Um, oh, yeah. This is our Christmas, our holiday, our Hanukkah. Our Kwanzaa, it's every single holiday you can think of in one month. So uh, we're excited to partner with three restaurants. Uh, we're going to partner with Ivy Park, El Carrizo, and Agave okay. um, to promote these World Cups. So we'll be out there at these restaurants. Everything's on our website to show exactly what games are going to be at. Um, so literally, we've got maybe 20 games that we'll be supporting at these restaurants. Um, obviously, USA Wales, November 21st is the first one, uh, which I believe USA wins 2-1. Um, it's a good pick. Yeah, I think I think Bale may score for Wales, and he may have that that goal. But so yeah, we're excited for the World Cup. We'll be out there. Hopefully, we'll catch a beard somewhere. Um, but talking about the World Cup as well, who are you supporting to win it all? Oh, that is a great question. Okay, so France won it in 2018. They did. Um, I to, I'm going to say the dark horse to win the World Cup is the Netherlands. I like that. And I'm not just saying that. Just okay. <laughs> I feel like because my family is from there and, it, and we have some heritage there, um, I'd like to go with it as well, but I, I just feel like Brazil may take it this year. Oh, they're very strong. Yeah. Especially if uh, Myanmar, I don't know if he's still playing. Yeah, Neymar's uh, there. Yeah. Messi's there. They're all there. So Messi is his last year for oh. Argentina. Neymar's yes. last year for the World Cup and Ronaldo. Wow. So you got three of the big dogs who are going out with an absolute bang hoping to win Lose, the World Cup. Losing legends. And then yeah. in 2026, the United States has hosted it along with Mexico and Canada. And Atlanta is one of the host cities, by the way. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's a good one. Um, how far do you think the U.S. are going to go? I think they will advance in the, out of their group. Absolutely. They, they beat Wales and Iran. I think they tie England. That will be a great I, – I absolutely agree with that as well. Yep. Um, another important thing – to mention is we do have a new uniform sponsor. Okay. So Capelli, which we're wearing on this side. I, I like that. That's that's yeah. a that's a nice shirt there. It is, which you will receive one. I know I know you're going there and I can hear it that you're implying, but yes, yes. absolutely our presenters will be presented with a nice Capelli shirt. Um, we're gonna have a kit reveal day. Um, it's gonna be November thirtieth at Agave. Um, in Uptown Columbus, we'll be revealing our sponsor, Capelli, with the brand new uniform, which our owners just met today um, to settle everything, and it's an incredible uniform. So we got the blue uniform, obviously our away blue and our home white. Um, all of this will be revealed uh, November 30th, 6 to 7.30 p.m. So nice. obviously you'll be there, you'll be invited. Um, Food and beer will be provided to our fans. Okay. Um, so I think that's a huge part in the next step as well as branding and have a uniform that looks pretty incredible. Um, so we're excited about that next step for us moving with Capelli. So. Well, I appreciate Warren. And before we get Amelia on here as my next, our next guest, 
Who's ready for some Rapids trivia? Do you guys remember last season? I, oh, I know. We do remember. We got some, yes. We got so many fans. Here. I got I got some questions. Got I got some giveaways. You got some giveaways. We do. All right. This is a two-part question. If you can get both the answers, we'll just give you one Gatorade. And Alan can answer as well. No answering. Okay. Who was the leading goal scorer on the men's team and on the women's team? You got to get both of them. Cool. If you get one, then we'll think of something to give to them. <laughs> Who do we have? Did, did I hear? Did, did, did he say it? Come on over here, young man. You won't be on TV. You don't have to be on TV. Just... Just speak. You, no one can see you. It's just you can just shout it. Who is it? Yes, you're absolutely right. Correct. Brandon. Olivia Gerald had 13 goals on the team, and Brandon Cervantes had eight goals. All right, next question. So we got two more. Two more questions. This is an easy one. If you've been following the league and following Facebook, you should be able to get this one. What are the name of the two... Brand new expansion teams in the NISL this year. If you were paying attention, we said it on the show. Oh, who said it? Come on in here, young man. Come on over. We have a Green Bay Packer. Ah, oh, yeah. Apparently it's 12 degrees outside. Uh, well, they're playing the Cowboys uh, this Sunday. Ooh, so Go Oof. Cowboys. Oh, sorry. I definitely won't be the ice bowl. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. All right. And so the final question is kind of a general indoor soccer question. Trying to keep it simple for all you indoor soccer experts. What is the significance of a blue card? And what happens when a player receives a blue card? I need specifics. Oh. Get sent to the box. That's a... Look, but what? That's but the what? Outcome, yeah. That is the outcome. But what? What happens? Think hockey. Yeah, that could. That's a red card, actually. <laughs> well, anybody? We All right. So we might have to keep this one for next. We'll, we'll keep that one. So the answer is that the the opposing team goes on the power play. Like it, like in hockey. Um, interesting fact: eight fouls is a blue card. You know, so you know sometimes those ticky tacky fouls. Eight fouls. You remember? You remember last season? You know, players getting tripped up, and you know the ref blows the whistle. Now, some of the refs in the NISL they like to blow the whistle a lot more than others. But I'm, I'm just gonna throw that out there. But uh, Warren, thank you. I, I'm really just glad that that you were part of the broadcast. Corey and I just really appreciate you taking the time. And educating, you know, indoor soccer fans that might not even realize that the rap has existed. You know, I was talking to some people in the community of Columbus that didn't even realize we had an indoor soccer team because I, I was wearing my Rapids gear and it's like, oh, what's that? Yeah. So the Rapids in year one, a lot of people didn't know about the Rapids, but now we're getting the word out. Year two, expect to see a lot more fans at the Columbus Civic Center. Yeah, that's a good segue for Amelia, and Amelia can talk more about that, but that's been our probably second main role this year was how do we get out into the community, whether it's um, 
supporting youth soccer organizations, running tournaments, whether it's um, events and all that stuff. But I'll introduce you to Amelia. She'll come on next. Uh, uh, Corey's got a question for you. Yes, Corey. yes. So what is your expectation for both these teams since you are the general manager? <clears throat> What's your outcome? Do you want, it to, want them to win it all? What's the true expectation of what you need to get out of the season through all the different perspectives? Yeah, so the most important part is creating a culture. So my biggest role this year with the organization, both men and women, is to create a culture not just for this year, but for the remaining years. The Rapids are here for forever, basically. So our first expectation is that everyone is on the same page. As you know, we're adding players from Rome, so there's two different dynamics coming in. So my goal is to make certain all these international players, all the local players, all the players from other teams that are joining us be on the same page. Once we get that, then our expectation this year is to win it all. So bringing in these international players, doing all of these extra things, reaching out to the public, like we've got to make certain we we have a team out there that Columbus can support. And the most important thing is enjoying the game. But for me, we're going to go out and win it. So our goal is to win a championship. Every player come in, coming in has heard me talk about it. Every time I speak to them and they sign a contract, I'm like, please understand that you're playing for the city of Columbus. It's way bigger than playing for your university. It's bigger than anything you've ever experienced. So you're not only here playing for your state of Georgia, but you're here to make certain that you, you win and get a trophy and put it on our mantle and, and take it to the next level. So great question. I couldn't have been said any better, Warren. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. Thanks, Warren. All Anytime. right. Anytime. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome, man. Love you guys. Thank you. Um, we are going to have <laughs> Amelia Salter on the show. You're probably wondering who is Amelia Salter. Let, let's, let's switch. Switch over there, Corey. All right. Well, as you know, this is my 500th episode on my podcast, but also we're doing the coach show. Amelia, thank you for joining the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself. What do you do for the Columbus Rapids? Okay, so I'm Amelia. I just started a couple months ago and I'm our partnership experience manager. So that's just a fun word for coordinating events for us and our partners and going out in the community, meeting people and doing some stuff like that. But you have a pretty competitive background. You play collegiate softball. Uh, just tell the audience a little bit about your background in collegiate softball and, and what school do you play for and and what position do you play for? and, and uh, pretty much like everything about your uh, collegiate background in softball. Everything, everything about softball. Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, softball has been my life for 16 years. I played ever since, you know, I was able to play t-ball. And I went, uh, became a pitcher, and I played at the Mississippi University for Women for four years, which if you know where Mississippi State is, we're just 20 minutes east of that. Oh, exciting. Yes. And so what is like your favorite position in softball well i was a pitcher my entire life so i have to say pitcher uh hats off to all my pitchers out there we put in a lot of work it's one of the uh, more pressure filled positions i would think and it requires a lot of work i don't think i ever win three days without pitching for practice so so you do realize it's not a coincidence that you are working for an organization in columbus which happens to be the home of usa softball Yes. The Golden Park is the site of the 1996 
Olympics where Lisa Fernandez pitched the gold medal in 96. I, I know that might have been before your time. Oh, but I know Lisa. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, you have the NAIA World Series that happened uh, this year. Uh, my alma mater was a part of it. And, uh, of course, uh, the high school championships were here in Columbus as the Northside Lady Patriots won it all for 5A. So uh, just a lot of great softball moments. But uh, you're making that transition from softball to uh, indoor professional soccer here in Columbus. Uh, what does that mean to you to be a part of a professional organization that is really starting from the ground up, like just working their way up in year two? I think it's uh, everything. I love the challenge and the opportunity to get it, come out and represent this organization and build it up and just do it right. Uh, actually, my school, the W, the Mississippi University for Women, uh, when I joined their softball team, it was actually their second year of athletics at the school. So I'm very familiar with uh, building a program and working it towards success. And so that's what I'm excited to do here with the Rapids. Do okay. you have any questions? So what was your most exciting memory while you're playing college softball? Oh, that's a good one. There's so many. I just, oh, I love softball. I miss it. Uh, I think my favorite would be my senior year when we went up to the World Series. Um, we had our awards banquet and ceremony, and it was like a home run derby. And our freshman won the home run derby with 36 home runs. Uh, so she represented us well. And uh, I actually walked away from that with the award for the uh, softball player of the year, student athlete of the year. So it was just awesome to watch um, our team represent. And somebody who hits 36 home runs is just so fun to watch. That sticks in your mind. So we don't know the schedule yet in the NISL, but we do know the teams. We know that we got to travel to Memphis, got to travel to Fayetteville like we did last season. Now we have two new teams in the NISL, the Tampa Bay Strikers and the Central Florida Crusaders. Oh, those road trips are going to be fun. But uh, let's talk about the home games because what are some of the promotional games that, that we get to see once the schedule comes out? The promotional games are going to be fun. They're going to be really excited. One of the ones I'm most excited for is we're going to have a dog day. So you can bring your uh, little dogs out to the field. And I'm also hoping to work with uh, our partners at Brewster's Ice Cream and have a halftime dog eating contest, Ooh, ice cream eating contest. Yeah. So, you know, bring your dogs out, let your dogs eat some ice cream. They'll love it. Well, sponsors are very important, especially with the Columbus Rapids. As we are here at Ivy Park Sports and Grill, it is Taco Tuesday. This is the official after party of the Columbus Rapids. I enjoy my time at Ivy after the Rapids games last season. The players, the coaches, the fans, they would all come to Ivy and watch a replay of the game, like we're, what we're seeing right now, a, a, a game from last season. And I've really just been honored to uh, be the play-by-play -play announcer. But I'm gonna, my voice is going to get a little bit of a break because I now have a new color commentator. He's my broadcast partner. Right, we just finished our season for high school football. Uh, called a game, uh, uh, the Spencer Green Wave against uh, Ace Charter uh, for the radio station here in Columbus. And uh, we are really excited about transitioning to indoor soccer for the Columbus Rapids. But I think that experience, that unique experience of going to an indoor soccer game and seeing the women play and then seeing the men play kind of brings me back to my collegiate days when I was watching the women play basketball and then the men play basketball. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. It, it'll actually be my first uh, season first experience ever with arena uh, soccer, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, you're not alone. I'm right there with you. Oh, first sweet. experience, first year. Yeah. 
And I, I do have to say, I, I have two daughters. I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Uh, they went to several Rapids games last year, got autographs from the Rapids players, uh, got their picture with one of the Columbus Rapids players. It, it really means so much to them, and it means so much to me, to have professional athletes in this city who are females to be role models for my daughters. And I cannot thank enough all the Columbus Rapids who have taken time out of their busy schedule to be a guest on my podcast. Because guess what, Amelia? Not only are we doing the coaches show here at Ivy, but this is also my 500th episode for my podcast. That's impressive. Congratulations. How exciting. Thank you. And I get to be a part of it. And you're a part of the 500th episode. That's 500 episodes, man. That's a lot. I can... I tell you, but just a big shout out to like Megan Byers, Olivia Gerald, Brittany Conway. They've all been on my podcast. Sydney Vadney. Uh, Tevin West has been on multiple times. He, he, the thing about Tevin West, he just loves to get on and talk about football. He'll talk about other stuff besides soccer. Uh, I've had uh, Roger Castiano, a former Rapids player, on the podcast. Uh, our photographer, Matt Austin. A uh, big shout-out to Matt Austin. Does a great job. And we just love being a part of this community and being a part of the Columbus Rapids. But as you can see on the time, we are actually getting close to wrapping up this show. We are almost at an hour. But, Amelia, thank you so much for being here on the first coaches show on Taco Tuesday here at Ivy. Yeah, I'm excited. That was a good taco. Y'all should come out and try the tacos. Oh, yeah, you got to try the tacos at Ivy. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Amelia. No problem. Thanks for having me. Congratulations on 500 episodes. Oh, yeah. 500 episodes. I, I am excited about that. All right, Corey, let me bring you over here. We are going to wrap up this show. We've had a fun show. It's been a great experience here at Ivy and really having the expansion of the second year for Columbus Rapids Ball Club. It's going to be a great experience going into the season. And you know, I'm really excited to make that trip up to the top of the press box at the Columbus Civic Center. I really get my steps in every time we have a game. But I know you've been up there for Columbus Lions games. You saw like me and Jared Dillard call the Columbus Lions. Now you get to be a part of it in the broadcast booth with me. Our producer, Toygar, who does a phenomenal job with the Columbus Rapids. I'm so excited to work with you again, Toygar. Year two, I mean, the sky's the limit. Uh, a big shout out to Boogs. Uh, thank you so much for being the Rapid Super fan. Um, just love everything you do. Our owners, Mike Jones, um, Mr. Meek. I, I appreciate what you've done for the Lions and now the Rapids. I mean, I appreciate everything. I enjoyed our time at El Carrizo uh, when we were doing the coaches show. It was always great. I'm really excited. And who's excited for year two for the Columbus Rapids? Man, you know, I can't wait till next week. We get some Rapids players on the show. Man, I'm just excited. Corey, I cannot wait. It really is. It's going to be a great season ahead of us. I'm looking forward to it, Richard. All right. Well, thank you so much for watching the first episode of the Taco Tuesday Coaches Show here at Ivy. For Corey Bank, my broadcast partner, I am Richard Holdridge. Saying so long from Ivy, we will see you back next Tuesday night. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe.
You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been the Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.